quote the venerable Sergeant Dokes from Dexter. Surprise, motherfucker. It's me, Tom. Unfortunately, Chris and Dan are out this week. Chris died and Dan arrested on bribery charges. Shocking us all, I know. So pour one out for the homies. Uh, You are about to listen to an episode with myself, Tuna. Uh, who you all know and love. And then two returning guests, we have senior gaming writer at ScreenRant, Cade Onda, and then twitch.tv forward slash TV's own Tanea. We did a whole episode. We are unfortunately missing the beginning due to technical difficulties. We're basically just missing us talking about the Pokemon is all you're going to miss out on. It's Sir Skit. It's not a very interesting Pokemon. You can go to Bulbapedia, read all about it there. It's a combination of the words Surf and Skit. Or Serpent Skitter, actually. Uh, it's, yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's one of the more forgettable ones, as most Pokemon are. So we're about to jump into the conversation. We had talked about the Back for Blood beta coming out this weekend. Uh, that's the only other real part you missed. And we kind of jump into figuring out what the difference is between a alpha and a beta in gaming. So thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the technical difficulties. And as always, stay unranked. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something maybe ignorant. What's the difference between an alpha and a beta? It's just the phase of development. Oh, yeah. I thought there was so, like a real. Yeah. Oh. Usually, mean... it's like the 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 level of like, I want to say testing and and a lot of it is like the alpha is more so like they're working out the hijinks. Yeah. But most of the graphics are done. They're just trying to basically test out movement and animation and stuff. Mm. Um, and then the beta, I don't know. I guess beta wouldn't be much different from that, though. No. Yeah, so this like... is so gamedev.stack. <laughs> this website dot sack. It's stack dot exchange. Okay. Uh, it says alpha means the features haven't been locked down. It's an exploratory phase. Beta oh, okay. Means the features yeah, have sense. been locked down on uh, under development. So oh, okay. There you go. Okay. Is there a step after beta? Or is beta is, is that it? Kind of it. I yeah, mean, okay. the game is the last the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, yeah you're just, then you're just developing and you're 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 locked in. Um, um, it yeah. doesn't feel like though, for the most part. I think this one's probably a little different because the alpha was like last December. Yeah, it's but been a um, <laughs> the for the most part, usually like alphas and betas when when they release them like in a public fashion, it, it's usually the final game in some capacity. There's some things that need to be worked out, but it's usually like mm-hmm. servers and like other stuff like um it, it it's rare that you really probably see what like a true alpha is because like no, I've, totally i've done some like yeah. private beta testing uh for like games like years before they've come out and it's like a completely different thing where there's like please just run into this wall for an hour and then tell us what happens and i'm like <laughs> yeah they, the, 10 bucks the, a, right, cool. a beta that yeah, a, I mean, beta, getting paid. a beta that gets pushed out because you pre-ordered the game is different from the beta that is actually being worked on <laughs> yeah right i think um, it's just a fancier way and then of and then you've got the uh, fucking halo where they're like this is a test flight it's not a beta it's a test flight and i'm like no one knows what the fuck that means no, yeah. <laughs> like why wouldn't you say i know you might not be feature locked but then you're an alpha like yeah right like, whatever um well let's jump into to, to halo infinite i know kate and i played uh i was uh well, I, I really hope Microsoft doesn't listen right now. I didn't actually get access, but Chris was away. I know. Chris was uh, away all weekend, and he was like, I'm not near my computer, and they gave me Steam access. You want to just log into my Steam? Mm. And so I played through that way. Very sneaky. Uh, Tanea, did you get hands-on time with Halo? 
I did not. I have not played a Halo since Halo 3. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, but speaking of Steam, I, I wanted to ask anyone if they managed to, to cop the, the Steam Council. Steam Council? What? What's that? Isn't it the, uh, what the is it called? Steam, oh, Steam Deck? Steam Deck, uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Did I you asked, get it? I you... was able to pre-order. Yeah, I got one too. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm considering it, but you know, it's, it's. I haven't gotten the PlayStation 5 yet, so it's like one or the other. <laughs> there you right go, now. yeah. I would cool. definitely recommend PS5. I mean, it depends, <laughs> I think, on how yeah. much of a... How much of a convenience you think that is, and how much you play? Computers. I mean, on Steam Deck, you can you can you know put Windows 11 on there, so yeah. I feel like that's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, portable yeah. Windows 11. Yeah, totally. I just I, to well, yeah, oh, man, it's it's tough between between the two. I mean, my if 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 someone said I had to only own one, I just know for a fact that I would get more use out of my ps5 especially when i could still have a desktop computer and yeah, then yeah, the computer. i have i have like things like uh like uh geforce now which is does surprisingly uh well uh streaming wise mm-hmm. and i just think that's gonna get better but i but when i saw the steam deck i just i just thought especially when they revealed the price and i was like 400 bucks for the base model like its closest competitor which actually doesn't even compete on like any kind of power level because it's using rdna2 it's using all these like it's really integrated tech whereas the other like third parties competitors have just like cobbled together what they can from like off the shelf stuff those things start at like 800 minimum and then like usually you're like looking at like a thousand plus and this thing has the touch pads has the haptic Oh, not haptic triggers. Ooh. It has, it has, it has the the triggers. Oh, sorry, the thumbsticks have trackers on them, Ooh. so they know the placement of your thumbs. So, like, you get mouse like precision. Supposedly. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Wow, yeah, that's pretty so, sick. Uh, so I actually I went for the 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 higher end model simply because it's the NVMe faster yeah. faster speeds, and you get more storage on that. Um, but I think I think 400 bucks for that base model is like it's kind of weird because Valve with their tech and like mm. the Steam Link and the Steam Controller has always been very niche. But this read to me of like, no, they want to make a play for the portable the portable market and they want mm-hmm. people. And I mean, you saw the reaction, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> to be, that thing like was was crazy to try and get like it was a switch, you know. Yeah. It'll be uh, interesting to see how that uh, works out on in like mainstream stuff, right? Because you walk into a Target or whatever, there's switches in the little can, the cases. Mm. Uh, I don't know if they're doing that for this because you can only get it through Steam, right? So yeah. I don't know if maybe when it actually releases, they'll have, they'll have a retailer that they can go to. But um, it'll be interesting because I can, I remember when I bought my Switch, I took it to school and. Uh, everyone's like what the fuck is that and I I was like it's a Nintendo Switch like I don't know what that is and I'm like you can play Skyrim on it they're like that sounds cool but I have an Xbox (laughs) and I'm like all right whatever it doesn't matter um and uh I just I just wonder how that'll work you know in a mainstream fashion because obviously we we're all very probably focused on the gaming industry we kind of we know about what's kind of going on at any given moment but um the uh 
the general populace probably right. has like no idea what this yeah. is. And mm-hmm. They would they would totally need to make it available to more retailers yeah. in order to. I imagine they're probably just like, especially with like the chip shortage, right. that'll probably come down the line of like, look, we know we're gonna maybe get a couple of million sales from just pushing to the hardcore gaming audience, and then we can kind of focus on. And then they they probably have, will have a litmus test of like, okay, cool. This was this blew our expectations out of the water yeah. in terms of sales. Now we're gonna reach out to like Target, Walmart, GameStop. Like we're gonna hit all the big guys, or maybe they'll be like, it did well. Let's just do GameStop, right? Let's just yeah. get into the space where you know because this is this, and, and I think that they sold like the steam boxes you know when they teamed when they yeah. alienware made those steam Maybe. boxes it was, it like was so it was yeah. a weird time man it really like, was right <laughs> like it's i didn't I, even like i was so like I, I don't know if i was writing about games yet but either way like, i was kind of i still don't really know what the fuck this is is it, is it just a computer that like is maybe more gaming inclined but then there's yeah. origin that does desktops and stuff i don't get it so this one is maybe a more easier sell because you can just say it's a better Nintendo Switch graphically power-wise, right? So, like, I don't know. Uh, you can connect it to a TV, right? Yeah, I mean, it, well, so it's meant to come with, like, I mean, it doesn't come with it, but you can get, you can get uh, like a adapter. deck, a dock, yeah. and uh, I'm sure that, like, you can probably just plug in a USB-C to HDMI cable and run it that way. You don't necessarily yeah. need the dock. Um but yes, it's it's meant to be like a, a PC that you can carry around and then you can literally dock it and have it yeah. run on a monitor and run Windows. So yeah, interesting. Uh, Tanea, did you get an OLED switch perchance? How are you feeling about that? I I I don't think I did get No, I didn't get the OLED one. I got the one that's just the regular degular switch light. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the like uh, surreal, uh, cyan one, I guess it's is the color um and i've barely played it i will be honest i've been playing mostly my playstation uh but i am going to check out pokemon unite um i'm not a huge fan of games like league of legends but i feel like it it's not the game it was definitely the like culture of league of legends that i didn't like and so i think pokemon unite will be like my need for wanting to play like a moba but not wanting to deal with toxic community. <laughs> sure. No, totally. I totally mm. feel that. I, I Unite interests me. I I keep people keep saying like how much and people who are not into like MOBAs, right? Like keep saying Unite is awesome. And I don't know, Tuna, have you jumped into Unite at all or no. But um you were talking about chips before. I don't know if you saw this, mm. but Lays has the come Funyuns. out with a limited no, has come out with a limited edition the Doritos Funyuns? Cool Ranch yes. flavor. Oh. Yeah, so there's there's actually three flavors in this limited edition line. Funyuns, which I had. <laughs> cool Ranch, which Brooke wouldn't let me buy because she was like, we got, the, we got the Funyuns. We had the Funyuns on the cart. We could only have what you, the Funyuns. What, what, how, I'm sorry, is this going to break the bank? You can't. You can't <laughs> it, was not, it, it was not a question of it, Is that what being in a relationship is? Like, I, I yes. really want to get these chips. No. Yeah. I mean, if I, if, I had put, <laughs> yeah. if I had put if I had yeah. put my foot down, we, put my foot down if i put my foot down and said i, I don't like it bags, i'm a man yeah I need if, these chips. If, if i had been like no i really want these she would have let me have them but you know no tom to tom blink twice <laughs> <laughs> um so we got the funyuns they had the cool ranch which we are going to try on our next target run which will actually be tomorrow so so don't worry i'm gonna have you these, got these target cool runs 
Well, we have to get, we have to get, we, we found, we found the- Just sneaking chips in his car. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking about. You're the fucking king of getting cut. Uh, not cut. Um, <laughs> what's the other one? King of uh, emasculation. This episode is no longer kid-friendly. King, Sorry, guys. King of emasculation. I, I was allowed to get the Lego Seinfeld set. So before you start- yeah. There's a Lego sure there Seinfeld set? I'm sure there were conversations. Oh my God, Jerry that's Seinfeld amazing. Department. Yeah, it's it's Seinfeld. Oh department. my god, I'm getting this for my friend. He loves Seinfeld. It's it's very good. I put it together. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Fantastic. Um and then the, the third cucked. one, Tuna. Yeah, getting cocked. The 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 third flavor, Cheetos. Oh, Cheetos. All yeah. Right. Which mm. I'm I'm curious about. Powdery, I feel right? like I feel like well, that's what I'm very curious about. Mm. Is is this just a Cheeto flavor or is it gonna have am I gonna have Cheeto fingers? After the fact, I'm sorry, yeah. I miss what what exactly are so special. Lays I don't know this. <laughs> Lays is, so it's it's a regular potato chip. You know the Lays thin, really salty potato chip. Yeah, pretty greasy. Yeah, they're putting Funyun, Doritos Cool Ranch, and Cheetos flavors in that chip. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so did you try the Cool Ranch tuna, or are you just no? Saying that uh, it I'll, I, I have to ask my wife if she's oh. going to allow me to get. It. <laughs> I, I I know you will. I I'll know you will have to do I'm that. Gonna, I'll, 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 I'll put all three in front of her and I'll say, which one can I get? <laughs> White, uh, Brit. Um, Funyun one, though, was good. Tastes like Funyun, so I'm curious. The Cool Ranch one, I feel like it, the Dorito, the, it's so, so important. I know, but the, the Dorito is so iconic. The texture is iconic. The texture is, is what I don't know how I'm going to feel about the thin, pa- the paper-thin yeah, lace potato chip. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, speaking of uh, potato chips, uh, Halo Infinite had its preview test flight, whatever the fuck you want to call it, this past weekend. Cade and I, I, we didn't play together, but we got to play. I was playing on my computer. Uh, I had the uh, the wide screen, ultra wide screen experience with keyboard and mouse. And boy, let me tell you, blew me out of the water. Like stunned as to how good it felt to play uh and i feel like that's a sentiment i've seen a lot on the internet um kate what are your thoughts on the test flight yeah i don't know if you saw my real my tweets about the whole thing but i was posting so many clips of me just (laughs) dunking on bots and uh got a couple hours in the pvp time too when they when they opened that up and the moment they uh, said we're a pvp i was like i am sitting at this fucking desk for two yeah, hours until it's over. Yeah, until it's I cannot play PvP anymore. So much fun. <laughs> um, yeah, like I think they found the perfect balance between old school Halo that people mm-hmm. have really not let go of, and I don't blame them. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, great and stuff. Yeah. the new era of Halo, which has added like things like sprints and aim down sights and stuff, they found this perfect balance where they can push them together and be like, okay. We know what we're doing now. We have we've worked on like three <laughs> fucking Halo games. We figured it out. Right. We got right. it. Right. And I'm like, took you like ten years, but you got there three four three. I'm right. glad. Now uh, the, correct- the journey, or <laughs> you know, we got there in the end. Correct me if I'm wrong, Cade. Uh, uh, I tweeted this out, and I don't know if if you felt like this or other people did. A, a hint, a little dash of Titanfall. Yes. Ooh. Like plays yes, really? yeah like now not, you've piqued my interest you're not wall running Titanfall. you're not wall running it isn't as fast as that but it definitely Things feels like the grappling hook. It's, it's cool. as, mm. but i'm i'm even thinking of like 
uh, with the maps like it was yeah. designed to jump yes, and mantle. jumping and mantling like, and it is... climbing and it's very vertical and layered you know yeah. it's not uh halo maps are traditionally in my like, opinion, i'm bouncing least... around yeah. i am just like no, yeah. running jumping mantling here running up this it's you almost have... a platformer yeah. Like yeah, there's a little bit of that, yeah. Um, it's it's very distinct in that way. That, like I said, it's very layered and leveled. Whereas most Halo maps, outside of you know, you'll have like an elevator or something that shoots you up or whatever. But like for the most part, very flat. Yeah, the, uh, I don't think there was any of the the kind of like jumping pads not, or the. Not really, no. Um, so it's it's very distinct in that way where you can go all over the place and there's you know height advantages and stuff you're going to probably have a better time if you're shooting at someone who's below you um and you know maybe you can get the advantage by grappling hooking up to them or something and just beating the shit out of them when you fly up to them um and all this other fun stuff there's there's a lot of really good stuff in here and and it's the tip of the iceberg right we've only seen a couple of things um for from that and you know i think when they do the next flight or whatever uh you're gonna see way more stuff especially leading up to the game yeah i um i i thought that the way that they also handled it where i was like cool we're just starting you out one map and you have these bots right like you have like the the basic bots and then you have all the like gunplay testing stuff and then they were like cool new map we're going to increase the bot level to ODST bots. Mm -hmm. And then third map, Spartan bots are available. I just thought like the rollout of it all, letting you get used to the drop shield um, item. And then, and then they added the map with the grappling hook. And then they added the map with the radar or like the detector. I thought, I just, I just thought like the rollout was, was great. I didn't feel like I was overwhelmed at any point. And I really thought I liked all of the maps and they kind of became very iconic, I feel, very quickly for me in the sense that oh, yeah. um, after a few matches, I knew kind of like, cool, like if I you want know where to the like- weapon pickups are and stuff. Yeah, or if I want to get to safety, like that first mm-hmm. map, Live Fire, there's that tunnel underneath that gives you yeah. like a few seconds to kind of like maybe try and sneak around or mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Um, yeah, and I thought the the guns were really good. I don't know if I'm in love with any of the new weapons. Mm-hmm. I just think that the actually the old weapons feel really really good. Like I think mm-hmm. like the AR, it's like I know a lot of people prefer the BR to the AR, but the AR is really good. In this game, I though. think the AR is way better than it's ever been. I think that the wow. yeah, it's pretty think, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, mm. I feel like the pistol. Uh, the pistol's I, fucking awesome. Yeah, I feel that's my I feel, primary. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I feel, I feel that like people, some people really like the pistol, and some people kind of feel mad about the pistol um, in previous games. But I feel like this is. I found myself, and this is something I don't really do in shooters. I am much more like a shoot, reload, and wait for the reload. But I mm. found myself in this like shooting with the AR, and instead of reloading, I'd be like, I just need to get like one or two shots with the pistol, and this guy's done. And I'd swap to the pistol before, before uh, instead of reloading with the with the AR. Um, and I love the the grappling hook. I did the thing in the trailer. I did the thing where an enemy was running for the grap uh, for the the um, hammer. I shot the grappling hook. I snatched it out. I jumped and slammed <laughs> down on them before they uh, before they even knew what was going on. So Tuna, obviously, yeah, 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 uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm remiss that you you didn't get into the. I know. Flight. I'm pissed because I signed up. You know, I put my name in there. I put my name. Yeah, in the I think that. 
they were saying in like the preview event before like the video they were doing they were really honing in on getting pc data uh so i think that you had a more you were more likely had a chance to get in if you had submitted said that you were down to play on pc and i didn't even though i own a pc because i'm lazy and they were like yeah okay cool if you want to play on pc send us like your uh diagnostics and you have to like go into windows and like run a scan and i was like fuck that like i'm not <laughs> i'm not doing that and it, it probably costs me the the the, the preview um but me uh, everything that we've said and me saying i know you're a huge fan of titanfall how do you feel about titanfall in your halo how does that how does it sound to you Sounds sounds great, Tom. Sounds great. Oh, okay. Real excited. No, I love Titanfall. I told you, I, I think Titanfall is my like second favorite shooter mm-hmm. after Halo, and mm-hmm. Halo meaning a, like older Halo, mm-hmm. Halo Two, Halo Three. Um, but Titanfall Two was surprisingly really good, and I'm I'm still shocked it didn't get as much love as I thought it should have gotten at the time. Yeah, when it came out, that's yeah. my personal. That's my opinion on Titan. It's one of those games that like I feel like every year or so it has like a couple of weeks where everyone is talking about Titanfall 2. And I honestly do think that like Apex Legends release has definitely like kept it in the conversation. And like mm-hmm. every time that it comes up for free or on sale, like people really jump on and play. And I think there are rumors that Titanfall 3 might actually happen eventually. How can it not, right? Like, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't. I, I won't go on that spiel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, yeah, Halo Infinite playtest, really good stuff. Well, really quickly, though, yeah, I will say ahead, this. Uh, I don't know how quick it'll actually be. But uh, <laughs> I think I said it on Twitter. Uh, I don't I don't know how Call of Duty can compete this yep, year. Agreed. You know, just 500 million different reasons why. The all There's the jillion squ- yeah. like it's unbelievable like, it's, how stacked against yeah Call of Duty is this year. Like if you so. just had one of the yeah. things, even if it was the worst possible case scenario, yeah, it could maybe survive and be like it's, it'll survive regardless, right? But like it's going to suffer in some degree. Um, one, it's heavily rumored and in, in almost confirmed at this point because a new teaser came out suggesting it's going to be in World War Two. Yeah. Um, who fuck wants to go back to world war ii especially in yeah. call of duty who cares anymore the last one wasn't too impressive and we've all kind of moved beyond that with other games anytime you go to world war ii you're taking 50 steps back you're getting less content through less guns and maps and it's not interesting anymore um you have battlefield 2042 which looks amazing yeah. and it's still it's having a little bit of that world war ii in there by doing battlefield portal so you're getting the best of both worlds in that department um you have halo infinite which is free to play um like and then of course the activision blizzard stuff like what does this game i know we haven't seen anything from it so i'm like it's a little unfair but at the same time call of duty's been on a downward slope a little bit modern warfare was kind of a peak kind of brought it back for a moment and then cold war was very interesting really you don't think people like were i mean it's 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 weird because now you got the war zone of it all right like yeah Mm -hmm. that is this kind of nebulous thing and i think that that has both helped call of duty and hurt it in in a, yeah. in a way and um i don't know where that what that means for you know if you had said to me even earlier just earlier this year if call of duty was going to continue to be we were going to get a new game every year that was going to be uh with new store new setting all of this stuff um 
I would have said, yeah, like, duh. But I feel like this is the one year, even on down years, right? Ghosts, right? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was probably, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, probably one of its worst performing years in terms yeah. of sales. I still think that like what Ghost did that year relatively is going to be way, I really think Call of Duty is going to take a huge hit this year, especially because I think that people, I don't know that I've said this about certain things before, like, especially with like Ubisoft, right? Ubisoft last year with all of the news around the, the, the sexual harassment and all the issues with the company, it kind of lingered and it, kind of went oh we're not didn't go away but like we're not talking about it but yeah. there's something about the activision blizzard stuff that really makes me think like this is the final straw this is the thing that is someone died like yeah. you know like, i mean the, that's, the that's a really is... big one uh you know yeah. like it's it's that's a it got to a point where people can't really push that under the rug someone's dead there's no one here now yeah as a result um and weird way to segue back into what i was talking about but uh <laughs> yeah. the uh the, the issue really is you know even warzone is very popular but people are a little pissed because one you're still playing the same map a year later with a couple changes here and there and you are going to probably get a world war ii thing uh for warzone later this year and i don't know how well it's going to go over because right. Who wants to go from modern tactical gameplay with your helicopters, your LMGs and, and stuff to, all right, you got a Tommy gun and you got a Jeep. Yeah. Have fun. I'm like, yeah, that's, whoa, that's, <laughs> you're taking all my tools away. Yeah, that's the thing is like Warzone will eventually transition to that World War II setting. And I really don't know how that's going to work. I don't. Here's, have- what I, here, here's what I think they should do. They should do World War II, but do mm-hmm. a reimagining yeah. of World War II. Like yeah. a Wolfenstein put all kind of thing. The, yeah, put all the put all the modern shit in there, and make it World War Two. Put your Hitler in there. Put your bullshit. <laughs> but put it. Put get your get your modern weapons. So, because I was thinking about this with Grand Theft Auto, mm. and I was thinking to myself like, oh man, like it'd be really cool to go back to the '80s and do Vice City again, right? And like find out like what's going on in, in Vice. And then I thought to myself, same thing, where I was like, well. Then you can't really have like the re- like you can have cool cars, but you can't really have like the modern tech yeah. of yeah. today in the game. And I think that like you want that. Like I think yeah. you would want those planes, you'd want those helicopters, you'd want those guns. The tech, you limit you know, yourself. You do yeah. by doing that. I Tuna, I'm I would I I'm right there with you. I think that oh, them thanks. I think that them doing an alternate history Wolfenstein esque thing where it's 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 a little bit more modern or alien in the tech and, and everything I think is totally yeah. the way to go. Uh, I mean, if they want to cool. make it as if the Roman empire lasted this whole time <laughs> and it still exists now. <laughs> That'll get totally you in. Into that. I'm, I'm totally in for that. Totally. In. Uh, Tanea, do you, uh, do you play Call of Duty? Do you have any thoughts on, on all of this? Um, so I have a friend who works there, so I don't um, want to say anything too bad. No, that's about okay. There you go. Activision Blizzard, but I will say I have not played a Call of Duty since Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, I watch a lot of streamers play Warzone though, and it seems fun, but um, I'm just not really good at shooting, you know? <laughs> like, I used to be really good when I was younger with shooters, but Halo you know, put me it? in CSGO, <laughs> put me in like call of duty or uh, apex (laughs) legends i'm like listen you're gonna have to carry me a bit because this is too much for me 
but yeah, I'm I'm just not good with shooters like that, except for like Ghost Recon that I've been playing sure. here and there. Sure. Oh, wow. What a, a breakpoint. Yeah, I, I finished Wildlands over the pandemic. And so now I've started with Breakpoint. They're both actually very long games because they they're are. just such big maps. Yeah. I played so <laughs> me, and, me and Sneaky Never Bear, finished either. who is a, uh, a listener, uh, we played a ton of Breakpoint and we didn't even get close. To yeah, it's I'm at like, like 8%. It's <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to, to like in those uh, Ghost Recon games, I think. Yeah um well then uh that the that is a good transitioning point to this week's news, news, yeah. news. um so i i don't want to get too into i don't want to get too into the activision stuff we, we've talked about it before there's been so yeah. much since we last talked about it and i yeah. think that there's a lot of amazing writing out there that really gets into it uh i just wanted to put out the blanket statement of if you see the behavior that is the, the reason that this behavior persists is that I don't want to be cliche, but like because good people do nothing, right? Is because you know, is because people let it continue to happen. And we we really need to change this industry. And whether you're working in gaming or not, if you see the kind of stuff, if you're reading something. Even if you think it seems innocuous, but it's being put in these reports and you're like, shit, I've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. You have to take an active stance against it. But I I do heavily recommend everyone look into this. Obviously, also, um, I don't know. I know Cade, probably sorry, I don't know, Tanae, if you had seen, but uh, Fulbright, the developers have gone home. Uh, Steve Gaynor stepped Mm -hmm. down from Mm -hmm. running the company to just being a writer on the game because- Super weird. He had created a, a toxic environment there, and mm. like a, over a dozen people left. Like, so I have something to say about sure. this. Sure, go, go ahead. Uh, if you have to say, I think that NDA non disclosure agreements uh, mm. protect this culture. Sure. Um, I know from my own personal experience, being a woman of color and also being um in tech spaces and in gaming spaces previously that i have experienced this and i've also seen it firsthand and i think the thing protecting this is the non-disclosure agreements i think we should get rid of them because all it's doing is helping ensure that this continues people are afraid to say something not necessarily because they're afraid to get fired but because they're afraid to literally breach a contract of not being able to disclose certain things about the company and about its employees. So we need to we need to do better in this in this industry altogether to ensure that we are having these these safe havens and and not these like legal repercussions for coming forward on these topics. Yeah, that's that's totally right. We we are it's not probably is one of the most secretive uh, industries out there. You know, there's definitely more, you know, the government, stuff like that, but yeah, um, yeah, of course. Uh, but <laughs> might need uh, some NDAs for that one. <laughs> but the, the gaming industry is like needlessly obtuse in that way. Right. Like I get it. You, you don't want all your secrets out there. You, you, you have to protect some stuff, but you, you don't really have that much at a film studio, maybe Marvel. Right. But like, it's, it's very, this, we don't need the secrecy all at 
the level that we have it it's, it's kind of ridiculous i also i also think that you know yes you you definitely have like the um sequ- like the secrecy in um like movies and television mm-hmm. but you also have yeah. a very strong union you yeah. have a you have you the have the, mm-hmm. the, the sag after you have the director's guild every job has its own guild to support yeah. workers yeah and so sure you see you absolutely see uh, sexism and and misconduct and all these things. Yeah, but, but you're covered in, under a union. But, but there are union protections that help with those and make them not inherently safe. Let's say they're not, you know, obviously they're not 100% safe, but they are better, much safer. You do not have <laughs> yeah. these just endless reports of everywhere being this like toxic, terrible place. No. And so I feel like it's a combination of businesses need to change their practices but like fundamentally unionization protects you in certain areas even though like you know um you know for example like uh at gizmodo right now geo media it is one of the original digital media places that unionized they're going through a lot of shit right now like lots of people leaving lots of people getting let go but they get a they get a certain amount of severance. They still get healthcare protections through, like, I think it's like f- at least four months, if not more, depending on like, do you have a family? Like all these things. And so like unions are not the answer to fix all of life's problems in gaming, but they are absolutely like, like a part of the uh, equation to improve the industry. And I, so I think, uh, you know, there's all these like different things. Um, yeah. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a better way to this because obviously this, what we've been doing isn't working Yeah, not, <laughs> and we're seeing more and more women in these spaces. I mean, something has to be done, you know, companies will say things like, well, I'm afraid to hire a woman because like, what if this happens? But I'm yeah. like, why are you, Fuck you. <laughs> like, what is that reaction yeah. to like, not dealing with problematic employees yeah. instead of you know hiring more diversity in the workspace that kind of seems backwards to me yeah and uh it seems like reactionary uh for the sake of being reactionary like when really we should be working on making these spaces all inclusive you know right. because obviously it's not just men playing video games like that hasn't been a thing for decades it's, so. I mean, it's, you know, I think like, obviously like the number of like, like, you know, the diversity of gamers has certainly increased, but like, it's never been the case that like, this was just made by men for men. Like it's always been. And I feel like that's like the big lie of like, well, a TikToker would disagree with you. <laughs> this is for the boys. Um, so yeah, this I don't is know. Bullshit. I don't know if you guys have anything to, to add to that, but I, the, uh... only, the only thing that I would mm-hmm. say is what you said today reminded me of when it was going to maybe, maybe not the best analogy, but um when like a serial killer is on the loose like killing <laughs> oh, no. killing hold on hold on is killing women right and they have like a curfew telling women that they need to stay home oh, sure. at like mm-hmm. eight o'clock when when really shouldn't it be men <laughs> you are yeah. not allowed out past eight o'clock sure at night where but- uh, you know what i'm saying like when you say like when they're like well we don't want to hire a woman because we don't want to deal with the problem it's kind of like well mm, yeah that's you're you're sort of putting the blame on people who are victims of this behavior but i also don't think we should punish 
just men in general because like obviously yeah. these are select few men who are doing these things right. well, if we, we shouldn't just be like we gotta we gotta you know you guys have to wear blindfolds in the office or something ridiculous like that's going right. to upset people right. uh, because it is a just a blanket thing a blanket solution to 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 an issue that is a, a very a, insular you know weed out the people who are doing right. it necessarily right. like right. one of the biggest one of the yes. biggest fuckers at activision is uh you know fran townsend um you know who is the uh the i i think she's cco or something like that and she uh she tweeted out like uh the problems with whistleblowers like an article from like the oh, Wall Street Journal, right there and, like, like then she blocked her twitter and like all these things so it's it's yes, it, it's definitely obviously like more inclined to. to it's to it's like men in the pick me uh, pick me behavior. Honestly, it like, is. I I feel that some of these women in these spaces feel the need to uh, acclimate to these behaviors 100%, because it yeah. uh, allows them to to get ahead, Exist, you know. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. it's also disgusting because it's like you are not protecting the people that are under you, yeah. you know, yeah. because you're trying to get further. Yeah by placating towards this really shitty behavior. Yeah, it's it's totally like uh it's uh you know playing into the the, the patriot right at the end of the day, the playing into the patriarchy and like becoming a part of the the system and, and mm -hmm. part of the culture. Like look, she's one of the boys. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And uh, oh, oh, oh you know I, I whenever that I mean it happens <laughs> a lot, I mm. feel like. And when it does, I'm always like, you don't have to. like come on. Like, like, I wish I could, but you, but you make a good point that like, how do these people keep getting away with it for so long? It's because people just don't say anything and it is really disheartening when they don't. It's, yeah. it's, I wanted to circle back to that because, uh, it, it may be uncomfortable to say something, right? You don't want to have that, most people don't really like confrontation, mm. but the more uncomfortable thing is letting it just brew and then it's it's just this lingering cloud over the entire company and specifically maybe those people who are dealing with it the most and leave get depressed and as we know someone killed themselves so um it's you got to be the one to have that moments of uncomfortableness to eliminate years months whatever of of probably even and you yeah. know, and then you see you see too with it like um you know it's kind of this thing of like, I mean, I'm sure it's not a well-kept secret and Activision has not been a spotless company up until this point in terms of right. like in the media, like there's always been stuff. But like the fact that like pretty much everyone in the company like walked out uh, okay. after cool. I think it was announced, it was like the the they put the letter out and they said that they were going to hire this firm that is a union busting law firm to conduct an internal review. Like it, you know, some people are like, well, how come all these people are just doing it now? And I'm like, because all of these people, the, this culture silos people into thinking mm -hmm. that they are alone, that they mm -hmm. are solely alone in their experience. Even if they're talking to their friends, you feel powerless. Mm -hmm. But the moment something like this happens where it's the state of California is now suing the company, you know, you feel empowered. There's solidarity mm -hmm. there. And the reason that they're pulling in this law firm is to, you know, because they're not doing these uh, all hands discussions. They're breaking up people off into groups, one-on-ones, things like that, which is all classic union busting tactics of making, like talking to people and siloing them out and creating them, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, putting them in a vacuum mentally. Yeah. And so because of, they're trying to protect the company, they're not trying to protect people. 100%. That's why people who are victims in these situations often don't come forward because they know they're at a disadvantage. Yeah. And the, the, the power in the, the collective unit is, um, I mean, cannot be understated. And that can lead to what is really going to make change, which is unfortunately going to be hurting these fuckers' wallets, is like taking mm-hmm. money and, and hurting their stock price. And, you know, um, you know, Bobby Kodak making a fucking couple less million dollars every year. Like, <laughs> that's what is going to enact change. Yeah, poor um, guy. Yeah, poor Bobby Kodak. <laughs> Um, anyway, well, we did talk about it, <laughs> but also please, <laughs> please go look into, uh, all of the, uh, reporting that's been done on it and all of the, the different things. Cause it's very important to learn, especially if you, you know, even if you are just like a, a, someone that just plays games, just know what is happening to the people that make these games that you love, because a lot of them, not just at Activision are going through this and we need to make a better industry. Um, all right. Uh, in other news, uh, we got a couple of small things. Uh, this hasn't been officially announced, but it's, I'm sure, coming soon. Uh, Horizon Ooh. Forbidden West. Yeah. Late 2022. Um, so that means Sony's two big games, God of War 2 and Horizon Forbidden West, not coming out in 2021. Really, their only big exclusive is the timed exclusive Deathloop. What do we think? I mean, obviously, this is a good thing for the developers and the game. Mm-hmm. Like, if it needs the time, if the team needs the time. And I really do believe, as much as, like, I'm sure that there's a lot of bullshit and there is, like, areas of crunch, I do believe Herman Holst, when he says something like, we are doing, you know, we are not going to uh, push the team to release it and, and mm. we're thinking about the health. I hopefully believe that, you know, I hopefully think that's true. But into uh, you know halo coming out this fall like xbox really it looked last year like ps5 was going to have a dominant 2021 and you know uh, that has drastically changed uh in in the last few months um so yeah what are we what are we thinking about just where this puts playstation 5 for the rest of the year um not great um (laughs) uh they obviously had a very strong end of 20 well pretty much all of 2020 right you know you had yeah pretty sprinkled throughout you had goshima last was two and then spider-man and and uh yeah they had a great launch right like great launch had a great launch and then uh first half of this year i wouldn't besides ratchet and clank was kind of for everyone uh returnal i don't know if that's necessarily i think it did very well but it's not for everyone it's a game is game it's very much like it's not going to be like a a a a people pleaser a crowd right so and i think that's why they needed something like horizon and god of war or just one yeah um yeah, when uh, they were like, God of War 2 isn't coming out, I was like, cool, Horizon 2 will be yeah, will suffice. It was <laughs> like, one of them will probably come out. But uh, I had known for for a while that it was there was just no chance that it was going to hit 2021. Like, I can't go into it, but like, I was just like, this. when they when they said 2021 at the end of the like reveal event that they did earlier this summer, I was like, nothing not. <laughs> yeah. uh, I we, never believed We didn't see gameplay. It was just like a map, basically. Yeah, like it. What they showed was really good, and I was like really impressed. But I'm like, I don't know about this. Um, I, I, I'm 
hopeful that it'll probably hit that that February window that they hit last time with the first one because I think sure. it's a really good spot for them to mm-hmm. be in. I think there's really nothing else that usually releases around that time. As long and, as Breath of the Wild uh, two doesn't also come it's out, it's probably going to come out the same, <laughs> same time, week. right? Like that's it's going to re- history's going to repeat itself like it did last <laughs> time where Breath of the Wild is going to launch very similarly. I, I think, think uh, Nintendo is going to aim for a full release for Breath maybe. Of I think so. I, I think I, I think there's a chance make yeah. that uh, 2022 holiday thing. Yeah, I think um, they'd probably be good bet but yeah um, I, I think i think they'll try and aim for i mean what it'll be like the fifth anniversary of of horizon yeah zero dawn coming out so for yeah the so you want to hit that that window it'd be cool if they just made it like the same day or yeah yeah um so i yeah not not it's it's interesting right because xbox had really nothing they were supposed to have halo infinite last year and they've really had nothing of note since since the xbox 360 even launched um even before that and now they're going to have Forza and Halo yeah. and um, Game Pass. They'll have Back for Blood and all sorts mm-hmm. of other cool stuff. I think they have a pretty stacked holiday season. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, like, I don't know how much this really matters this year anyways, because you can't fucking get a console if you want it. So uh, <laughs> You still it's, can't? It's, no. And probably yeah, it's really hard. I haven't been able to. Year, yeah. So. I'll wait till like around Christmas time when I can oh, get really? a good Black yeah. Friday deal, like Thanksgiving. Get a bundle or something. Yeah, because by that point, I figured a lot of a lot more games will be out for yeah. it. You know, I really do want to play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, but there's really no other exclusive right now that I'm mm-hmm. really like I must get, play. You know, right? I think Returnal and Ratchet are the only two PS5 exclusives. I think all the mm-hmm. others yeah. miles you could play. Yeah, you can oh, play on PS4. Astrobot, I guess, which which no. yeah, when you get it, Tanea, Astrobot, very fucking good. Very fun. I mean, I've very checked out the haptics good. for it. It's pretty cool, yeah. and uh, I really love haptics, especially with like VR stuff. So yeah, well, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of haptics and uh, VR, uh, well, uh, T- Tanea and Tuna, any more thoughts on Horizon getting delayed? No. I still have to finish the first one, so <laughs> I have to still play the first one. Oh, you should definitely. I'm, do, do, do you think they'll? Okay, do you think they're gonna get a PS5 update for Horizon? You got it right. Yeah, you gotta, maybe uh, that's what they do this holiday. They put out smart. director's cut Horizon or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, haptics VR. Tanae, you read my mind because mm-hmm. tons of details, and I'm talking. A lot. Oh, surprise. A yeah. lot very of excited. I expected to be very brief, just like, hey, there's this one thing. And I don't yeah, when I when I opened the article, <laughs> I was like, cool, they're gonna tell me that the PSVR 2 has OLED, but it's literally almost every facet. So a ton of new details about PSVR 2. So this comes from a YouTube VR channel called PSVR Without Parole. It was corroborated by Upload VR. Uh, so these are two very reputable kind of um, outlets. Um, as reputable, I think, as a YouTube channel, YouTube channels can be. But these people are not just nobodies. They are people in the VR space. So we've got a ton of PSVR 2 details. I'm just going to run through them and then we'll talk about it. So it's apparently called NG VR for next generation VR, but it will likely be called PSVR 2. It will have an OLED display and support high uh, HDR. So you're going to get... um, very high contrast images, which is great because I think the original PSVR was pretty washed out uh, in terms of like color range. Mm. Um, It is going to be 
uh, an increased field of view um, up to 110 degrees, which is pretty wild, wide field of view. Um, and it is going to uh, have a resolution of, I think it's like 200K. Shit, what did I see? Wow. Detail. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 200K. Sorry. Uh, it's 2000 by uh, 2040. Um, so that is, that's close to 4k. I mean, it's different because the aspect ratio is different than like a 16 by nine, like 4k display, but you're getting, uh, around 2000, uh, in the, in the, in the, in your eyes. Um, so it's, it's a lot more eyes, eyes. a lot more high resolution. (laughs) They're going to be using uh, (laughs) the light. It's going to use flexible scaling resolution, which concentrates the rendering resources on the player's area of focus to further reduce load on the PS5 hardware. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. It is going to um, have haptic feedback in the headset to help reduce motion sickness. Yes, love that haptics. Apparently via a rotary motor. So I don't know if that's like correcting your head. Like, I don't really know. Uh It's like those things you... Is that what you like put on your back? That like, fixes your that's back? actually often what causes vertigo. It's like your 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 the way your head is positioned. Interesting. Is like it? notice when you're in a car and you're looking down, you feel more sick. Sure. Yeah. If yeah. you're looking ahead, it's usually a better time. Um, it's a it's a better time. It's a better time. Um, not uh, a great time, but a better time. Yeah, better. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess it's probably just like balancing your head better through haptics or something. It'll be mm. interesting to see what that. Do you think is. with um, self-driving cars there'll be more motion sickness? People on the oh, phones yeah. a lot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really get. I I don't own a Tesla, but I have a few bougie friends that I've <laughs> been in their cars, and I don't I don't actually get motion sickness in, in the Teslas. They they ride very light. Well, so I just it, mean because everyone will be on that phone. Will be on their phone. Oh, that's what I. Everyone's know, I've only <laughs> done slightly dubious things while self-driving was there, so I, I can't tell you. What, what does that mean? <laughs> we'll have to talk that, about that on the eighteen that? plus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so PSVR two's new controller design uh, will have yeah. sensors to track your thumb, index, and middle fingers. Um, it also has, they have an analog quality for them. And then it also uses this data to figure out where your pinky and ring finger are placed. So it's apparently just like predictive. What if you don't have fingers though? That's a good point. I mean, you're, you're going to be shit out of luck. (laughs) Oh no. That's terrible. (laughs) Um, and then. Uh, the other thing is on on the software side, apparently Sony is is looking to move away from the kind of ninety minute experiential VR games where you're mm-hmm. just you know playing um, you know and and instead making it a you are playing a AAA game in virtual reality. So it sounds like they there might be a push from Sony to get uh, so uh, probably a lot of their first party games into VR. Um, and give mm. you the option, and apparently you'll be able to pick whether mm. you can download the the regular game or the VR game, uh, which is good because Sony's fucking storage situation is a fucking mess. Um, so how do how do we feel about all that? Is this going to be the the? I, I know PSVR did relatively well, but it still didn't do the thing that we 
all want VR to do, and that is yeah. like become like a mainstream thing. Yeah, it, it sounds like Sony's making the right moves here. Yeah, it just depends on how much this fucking thing costs. <laughs> I think I think they're making the right moves because I think my problem with the Quest was like a lot of people's problem with it. I have the Quest One. Yep. Um, you know, yeah. not being able to play certain experiences because of Vertigo, and sure. I'm not a person who gets motion sick very easily. Mm-hmm. And I've tried other headsets. I actually worked at a VR company. Um, and you know the the thing with the quest is like right now and i'm i'm stuck between getting quest 2 or going for the psvr but i think psvr is more enticing because they're actually trying to figure out a way to combat the vertigo that you get in a lot of these experiences but also i'm wondering if it's going to be challenging to them to fix in game some of those things that will cause that as well because like I, I played an experience where I was on a roller coaster and it was terrible. Like there are some games that just won't be able to not cause motion sickness, unfortunately. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. I played um, a racing game or I sat first person and I couldn't yeah. play. It. Yeah, like like any sort of racing game and maybe even some fighting experiences would probably be hard. But Star Wars was great. Like something that is like Spot, very uh, like world building or you know Spot any games. adventuring game i think works and i'm actually really excited for resident evil 4 in vr though i oh, think yeah. that's going to mm-hmm. be a great experience yeah it i think kind of that that motion sickness comes from your body's not moving you know like yeah. when you're on a roller coaster you know what's going on you're like oh yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was my and, thing with uh that that's the one time i get motion sick in vr is i usually don't have a problem and i think something like uh tuna and i played quite a bit of the frisbee fuck what was that called oh yeah um, oh, that was a great game it's so fun but you're you're weightless right like yes. that you're, yeah so like, it worked you're, so it works yeah. i feel like star wars is the same thing as you're mm-hmm. flying a ship you, in space. yeah and you're like uh you, you just kind of see the hands too yeah so I, I, but it was uh, the first time I ever felt motion sick in VR was actually playing. Uh, I played a demo of Biohazard in VR before it came out. Uh, and they were like, you can do the walking, you Resident can do the Evil teleporting Sony. thing where you're teleporting to a spot, or you can do the actually you're pressing a button and you're walking forward. And when my in game body was taking steps and my real body was sitting still, I was like, I yeah. feel fucking <laughs> sick right now. It's really, yeah, it's, it's really rough. trippy. I uh I played that whole game in VR in like one sitting, and uh, Holy shit. my eyes wow. hurt afterwards. wasn't pleasant. That's a the, lot. Yeah, it was a lot to take in. <laughs> that game um, is a lot in regular. Yeah. Without. Uh, in multiple cities. Dude, I was fucked up. <laughs> you were, wow. um, That's impressive to, to play that through all the way through like that. That's so yeah. I didn't have the motion sickness thing though. Surprisingly, like I never felt like. I think if you do look down too much, you might be like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Because uh, your body is just not acclimated to, if I look down and I'm my my vision is moving forward to the other side of that room and my body, my physical body does not feel that way, it's like, mm-hmm. your brain just can't yeah. handle it. Um, I, it's it's going to be a challenge. It's going to yeah. be a challenge. But I don't um, think it's something that just like uh, places like Oculus and Sony. No are going to be able to fix. I think it has to be like an in-game thing as well. So what that means for companies, like trying to boot their games for these platforms. I really hope we see uh, Half-Life Alex come to PS4. Yes. That's that's the one, obviously, that stands out as like the closest thing to 
a, a, a more traditional AAA gaming experience that mm-hmm. is designed for VR. And it's funny because I have a Quest as well, but I haven't done the Quest. And I have the computer to run it. Like, I just haven't gotten around. It's just... I just feel like the plugging and the getting it set up and calibrated, it's such a pain in the ass. And then the other thing for me, and I know it's the thing that like Tuna, Tuna had to make a fake Facebook account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because the Oculus is working with Facebook Like now, that yeah. is a, the, the Oculus Facebook integration, it, yeah. I think is a bigger problem. I forgot I for, saw the fake Facebook <laughs> I think it's a bigger problem for for VR as a whole, even than uh, Facebook probably thinks it is. I think that them making that integration. I think that this is a tech that requires. I think I know um, what they're up to with that, though. Like they obviously want to do oh, like a social app on on headsets specifically. Totally, but they want to lock you into connecting your account because they want your fucking movement data. They mm, want to know that how you too. move. Face and, tracking, like, yeah. Face tra- like literally face tracking. Oh yeah. Like that's like facebook is the most like makes me very uncomfortable data hungry company of all yeah so i i struggle to even like put the thing on anymore because i am so fucking done with uh that just change your face like nicholas cage yeah right yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know what that is a problem solution to that yeah Yeah. let me call my plastic surgeon um Uh, one of the other things psvr2 is gonna have uh speaking of like tracking in your data uh eye tracking so targeting and things like that will be much Mm -hmm. uh improved um which we've done demos of that at e3 i don't know if you did that tuna the eye tracking demo did you do that no no okay well it was just like on a computer and they had like a little like camera and it tracks your eyes so like where you're seeing it it kind of combines that data with your mouse input data and makes it so that your aim is much better um so Anyway, yeah, no, totally. Like, I feel like um, I feel I feel like I'm curious to see more. I'm gonna need to know the price. I'm mm-hmm. gonna need to know. Um, I'm also curious. Like, maybe they'll do like because uh, we don't know if it'll support PSVR one games. But it'd be cool if they could do like because uh, we know that there's not gonna be a box that you know uh, the breakout box like the first PSVR had. Yeah. So there's going to be something going on in the headset itself. So maybe we can get hmm. SVR one experiences without the, the headset. Oh, without getting it plugged in. I don't know. We'll have to see. Last bit of news. Uh, apparently data miners have found a, a data miner has found the, the, the words battle Royale being said by the halo announcer, Jeff Steitzer in the test flight of halo. Um, I don't think anyone's necessarily corroborated this. Also, Steitzer has a cameo. So we don't know if this is official or not. But Halo getting a Battle Royale, it seems like it might be inevitable. Um, Definitely not coming at launch, right? Like, I don't think there's any way that, like, surprise, there's a Battle Royale at launch. But do we think Halo needs a Battle Royale? Do we think that this game needs to jump into that space in order to be competitive? Or can it just do what Halo does best? I uh, I think it's one of the most built for games to have a battle royale. That sounds weird, I'm sure, but you have I shields already in the game. Sure. You just have to pick them up or whatever, and you get your shield, and you have all these vehicles, and um, you, you may have to fine-tune some of the gameplay a little bit, but um, I think it works pretty pretty damn well. I mean, SWAT is already a very tactical gameplay uh, experience if you play that. Oh, 
headshot only. Uh, if you maybe tune that back a little bit, so it's not as aggressive, uh, you can mm-hmm. you can really make it work. I think I think it's not as insane as people maybe may think it is when they think Halo. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool. Um, but do we think it needs it? Do you think it needs? To I don't know it? if I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, <laughs> do you I don't think, think that we need it, a new Halo game? But <laughs> do, for Halo Infinite to be something that people are talking about and playing five years, sure. ten years for that ten year uh, goal that they have, yeah. I, I don't know if that's happening anymore because that was a different three four three when they yeah. were saying it's a ten year platform, like. Do, do, do will battle royale need to factor into that for so. that to have that longevity? I think you have to if you want to compete right mm-hmm. now. Um, also, a quick side note: I don't know if you saw this. The whole mm-hmm. story of the game leaked online yes. uh, from data mining too. Yep. So if you keep all the more reason Halo, not to have NDAs because it gets leaked <laughs> in a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, to three four three's credit, they came out and said like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it's Sorry out there. Be careful. We fucked uh, up. So you know, see yep. you in five months. Hopefully, you don't have it ruined before then. So great, thanks. Um, Tanea and Tuna, thoughts? Halo Battle Royale necessary? This guy with the what? You, this is like clickbait. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it needs it. I mean, I always feel like I get into battle royales Paid. and then end up hating them. Doesn't think it needs it. But you think so. it does. Hmm. <laughs> well, what is this? Crossfire on CNN? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Tucker Carlson over here. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, I think the Halo brand is strong, but I feel like the last few Halo games have probably been underwhelming compared mm. to previous iterations. So I think in order to try to get back a lot of the fan base that they lost they will have to step in that space of battle royale um and to be fair like bungie i'm trying to think of like any other is it still under bungie no or is it change okay so it's changed completely see this is how long i've been out of the halo yeah they they made reach after halo 3 and then they said we're gonna go and fucking do destiny Okay, See that ya. makes sense. Yeah. Peace. So I, I think overall, like, I don't know if need is the right uh, nomenclature or whatever you want to call it, sure. lingo. But uh, I feel like it, it doesn't hurt. I'm kind of in the <laughs> middle of the road where with both of you. Like, I don't mm. think it hurts. Right. Yeah. It's fair. Uh, uh, the worst case scenario is it's not good. and People are just like, okay, whatever. I'll just go to the big team battle. And that's yeah. that's what you do. And Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Battlefield five had a battle royale and it was awful. Um, so it can go wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, Call of Duty also tried it once before Warzone with Blackout and it was fine. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they have had a lot of time to look at other people's work and be like, don't do that, do that, do that. And we can implement our own stuff here. There's a lot of areas they can they can work on this and it, like you said it doesn't even have to be a launch so i i think they can probably do it right it's just i hope they don't force it i want it to come from a place where it really feels like they do want to do it and not mm-hmm. out of necessity yeah, totally um because i think they've already said we're not doing a battle royale so 
it was mm-hmm. interesting that you said Jeff Steitzer has a cameo account where people could have just asked him to say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't, I I don't know if it's that. been corroborated since, but it I haven't seen could that have been, Yeah. Okay. Well, we will have to wait and see. But what we won't have to wait and see is Tuna. Is it listen to mail? <laughs> what comes next? It is. It's listen to mail. Pew, pew, pew. Um, uh okay uh we've got a couple of questions here <laughs> including from chris which we'll get to at the end uh so we've got toby one on the discord remember you can check out our discord i think it's just disc- there's a link there's a link in the show notes you can click on that and join our discord it is a great place to be and it is the easiest way to get your question into the podcast this comes from toby one says what tv show or movie had the largest impact on you slash was the most relatable kind of different questions there so pick one yeah. if you want can you repeat um, one more time i'm sorry what tv show or movie had the largest impacts on you slash was the most relatable okay. i feel like mm-hmm. i know what Cade's answer is to the former <laughs> but to the latter i mean you know i don't know you yeah anyway yeah go ahead because i feel like you're locked and loaded yeah it's spider-man uh one with toby mcguire yeah Wow, Spider-Man Two. Cade's, probably, per- really Cade's brand, chicken tenders, and the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man yeah, films, and also oh. the fact that up until recently, no one knew what he looked like. Yeah. So it's just the two. It's chicken tenders, nice. and Spider-Man. That's it. Yeah. That's all he's got. So okay. that's all I have. <laughs> um, this whole gaming journalism thing backfires. It's kind of that's my yeah. Only, uh, you, dude, you're there. starting a uh, chicken <laughs> tenders review channel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah Spider-Man Two probably. That was the first movie I saw in a movie theater. I was oh, wow. three. And uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so let's let's you pull are that back so for a young second. so you are ridiculously young <laughs> yeah compared oh to my gosh us. i just looked at your your twitter bio you're you're a baby yeah your whole decade <laughs> yeah. younger at <laughs> Cade, you have a bright future ahead of you okay he does. Right. with your chicken tendies thank you uh so yeah spider-man 2 was was kind of a awakening for me of just everything i had seen the first movie prior to that one and spider-man 2 was like you know i i told the story to someone recently i'm like that was the first movie trailer i ever watched i think too of just like my mom pulled me down in the basement and she was like you gotta watch this video hang on it'll take 10 years to load but you gotta watch it and i was like okay <laughs> and there it is he's doing his thing and i'm like this is gonna be the best thing ever and then i go to the movie theater it's the best thing ever and uh i still to this day feel that way that's um, that's the most wholesome thing i've heard all day I mean, it's amazing this, wow oh. and this i mean if we're are we just Spider-Man. showing our spider-man memorabilia yeah um i got, I got nothing <laughs> yo kate did you see what i did here i'm gonna show you spider-man this. art like i'm a big spider-man oh, fan as well and i also like the toby mcguire spider-man so. yeah so i'm gonna show you this kate so i went to brooke and i took a little walk around um like so we just moved to this new place in jersey and there is this thing called the bergen line which is like uh a, a main street essentially mm-hmm. and um there's a comic book store there and they had these retro marvel legends um spider-man figures so the packaging 
is like the 90s toy packaging. I think you've shown me this. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, yeah. I want to go there. It's That's so sick. Cool. And so they had some figures in there and I didn't buy them because I was like, I they didn't have Spider-Man. They had uh, the right. villains. They had uh, Daredevil. Because uh, Daredevil Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I don't want to buy these if like Spidey, if I can't, if I don't have a Spider-Man yet. So I was like, let me right. get the Spidey and then I'll do the thing. But Spidey, over $100 <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> And even some of the ones they had in stock there, like the Green Goblin, very expensive, like 60 bucks. And they had them for like the retail price of 20 bucks. So I was like, next day went right in there. But I'm still building this space out and I've got to actually have a couple more figures to put up, Mm -hmm. but I've attached them to my wall. Oh, shit. So it's like going to be this. That looks really cool. It's going to be this cascading fight. So down here is Electro. (laughs) This is Peter Parker. Um, so so civilian, and he's got like the half mask, and the other half is his mask, uh, green gobby, and then above him is Daredevil, and then I got and then I got Kingpin on the uh, edge there. So that's so cool. Oh man, Kingpin honestly was one of my favorite parts about Netflix, yeah, the Marvel Netflix. Mm. Rumor is he's coming back. I hope rumor, so. Rumor is is that he's going to be in Hawkeye. So I hope so. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Spider-Man Two definitely my answer. I even won a Spider-Man Two plushie at that movie theater when I went and saw it. Uh, I still have it in my closet somewhere. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's just it's that a whole thing for me. So uh, I could go Love on it. all day about it, but I don't want to waste time. <laughs> no, that's good. Do you guys have uh, Tanea Tuna? Do you have uh, anything? Oh man, so I went to film school, so trying to get me to pick a favorite movie <laughs> is like nigh impossible. Um, sure. But I will say the most, one of the most influential movies for me, uh, I saw fairly young, and that's probably why I'm fucked up right now, because um, I watched <laughs> a lot of horror movies as a kid. Amazing. Uh, definitely Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, that, put me uh basically it made me a fan of sci-fi uh, f- a fan of horror genre um and it's also the first time i ever saw uh a, a female protagonist um okay. and then my first my it, it actually was the reason why i was like i'm going to get a playstation i'm going to play tomb raider because i was oh. like oh that's you know she kind of reminds me of this character um, so that that basically uh, PlayStation wasn't my first console, but it was the first one that I can say I really, really fell in love with gaming. So it, it kind of basically connected all of my like fandoms, you know, where it's like I, I love Mass Effect. I love sci fi. I love Star Wars. And it kind of goes back to me watching Alien. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Tuna. Yes. Most relatable I I, I, movie? I don't or? know about relatable. I don't know what show that I've watched that's been relatable. But uh, um, what's it? Lost was extremely like sure. influential when it was on. Just mm-hmm. because we were constantly like Googling, like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> what's going on? Um, Got any know, answers there were, like, watch par- Yeah, no, there were, <laughs> there were watch parties and stuff. So, you know, um, but yeah, I would say I, I can't think of any relatable shows. I don't mm. know how relatable my favorite shows of Band of Brothers and Game of Thrones are. <laughs> but no, you know, definitely not. No. So there you go. 
Uh, mine has been uh, The Matrix. I think I've talked about nice. it before. Oh, yeah. It was the movie that got me into uh, filmmaking and wanting to make movies. Uh, it was the behind the scenes moment of my dad had uh, the VHS tape and, you know, the VHS tapes by, I don't know if you know this, Cade, but on a VHS tape, it was just the movie. All right. Yeah, it, I it was know. all I you got. VHS tapes <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. Cade. Yes, I did. Only five years old. Them. That's I so funny. So. Uh, <laughs> no, so um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, VHS. You only have the movie, uh, and the Matrix VHS actually had the behind the scenes. It had a five minute oh, wow. short on how they did the bullet time uh, <laughs> shot, and that was really the first time I'd ever seen how like a movie was made. And I immediately was like, that's what I want to do. I want to make movies. And mm. then um, like a year after I'd seen The Matrix, The Lord of the Rings came out. Oh. And I am yeah. just as much of a fan of, I, I can quote Lord of the Rings so much, but I can also quote the behind the scenes, like fucking shit that uh, fucking Kate Blanchett says in interviews about like how she loves, she's like, well, I decided to take on the role because I really wanted pointy ears, <laughs> you know, like I, how they made those and the shit they were doing with miniatures in those movies, oh, yeah. like just, I mean, blew me away and definitely plays into the fact that I have all these fucking like miniatures and shit like that uh, as yeah. well. So it really hit all the That's buttons funny. for me, but the matrix, uh, the matrix for me is, is the one that really um, was a game changer. Um. All right, next question is from, comes from Talistar. Out of all of the competitive games like Halo, COD, PUBG, et cetera, which experience was the most enjoyable for you and why? Also, second question, have any of you tried a Nuzlocke? Would you if not? And would did you win if you tried it? Again, what? let's keep it. What's a Nuzlocke? I'm Googling. Yeah, sounds like. Nuzlocke is. What's that? It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a Pokemon. It's, oh, okay. it's, you're basically playing Pokemon. The main stipulation is if a Pokemon KOs, they die. You cannot use them again. Oh, um, gotcha. I don't know if there's a limit on how many you can catch and what the other things are, but I know that that's the main uh, thing. I don't. I think Tally might have asked us about Nuzlocke Challenge in the past. I have no interest in it personally. It's not why Pokemon, I play Pokemon. So. My Pokemon don't die. They just, <laughs> I heal them mysteriously. So let's see. But here are the basic rules of a Nuzlocke Challenge. Any Pokemon that faints is considered dead and must be released or put in the Pokemon storage system permanently. Um, the player may only catch the first wild Pokemon encountered in each area and none else. If the first wild Pokemon encountered faints or flees, there are no second chances. If the first encounter in the area is a double battle, the okay, well, who gives a fuck about that? Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, there are other rules, but those are the two big ones. I have no interest in an Ozlock challenge. No. no. Yeah. I, I just like to live under the delusion that Pokemon don't get eaten. They don't get killed. <laughs> you know, so sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to not do that. <laughs> what was the um, first question, Tom? Yeah. What was, was the first The most, most um, competitive, which competitive gaming experience was the most enjoyable for you and why? Oh. I mean, playing Halo online. Yeah, I mean, Halo I knew too. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, I uh, Call of Duty is the first game I ever got Xbox Live for because my brother wouldn't let me play on his account because I was going to destroy his KD. So I had to get my own account. <laughs> uh, Modern Warfare 2 was when I started. Um, 
but I had been playing Call of Duty up until that point for many years and just loved it. And again, Modern Warfare 2 was like such a game changer for everything, just like kill streaks, the nuke, all these like it was such an experience. And um, I don't know, I don't know if I've really ever seen a game since then really evolve the uh, PvP multiplayer experience. Um, maybe like Overwatch uh, mm-hmm. or something like that, but I, I still don't know if there's anything that has quite had the cultural impact like that. That was such a moment um, mm-hmm. and really changed so many things. So that'd probably be my answer. Uh, I will say uh, it, I had the same experience with Halo. Uh, it was my first uh, Xbox Live game. Uh, I played Halo 3 religiously with friends. I never even finished the campaign because <laughs> it was just so fun online. Mm-hmm. I, I got addicted to it and it was my first like online gaming experience. Um, but right now, currently I'm obsessed with playing Knockout City competitively. So I'm going into ranked for that. And I usually don't even do ranked because I simply just don't care um, right. about right. like compete like oh i'm platinum it's like i, I don't <laughs> care i'm trying to be platinum in life not in games you know what i mean so, <laughs> Yo, can't relate i love that i love that uh <laughs> t- 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 i i i will uh tell you a qu- quick story about platinuming so i am I'm, I'm the same way as you i love that uh f- that that phrase i'm gonna use that but um i there was one <laughs> platinum i did want to get and that was the 2018 spider-man game and uh it didn't uh, a trophy uh, it, it's it's unlock all skills so if you just have to reach level 50 which is very easy to do by just playing the main game um and it didn't pop and so i have i've done everything you need to get the platinum in that game and i don't officially have it oh. um and then i was hoping that my save when i jumped to the fucking remastered version for ps5 it would pop uh in there and, I hope you get uh, it. You also, have to, you have to go back to like a price. I will say that game is one of the. It, it it is, in my opinion, the best game of 2018. There you go. It was I, so uh, fun. I was one of the wow, first people. Wow, over God of War. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Hundred yep, percent. Uh, Tuna, okay, you gotta then. play. It's very good. All right. All right. <laughs> I was uh, I was one of the first people to get a platinum trophy in that game because I got it before it came out. Like there you go. Oh, several, look at you! I got okay. the platinum several days before it came out. Wow! Whoa! You know, not, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, big like... deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, I'm in the presence of like you know royalty here, basically. <laughs> Jeez. Um, fuck. What was the question? Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> don't give a shit about Nuzlocke and uh, Modern Warfare Two. See, uh, because that okay. came out senior year of high school, and that was came back home. I remember for months just coming home from school, playing until two a.m. and not doing anything else for quite a while. Um, so that just has lots of memories kind of ingrained in my brain uh, with that. Um, mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, final question. This comes from uh, Overlord christian he asks with it being fish daddy alex's birthday this weekend what game is he getting from his mommy <laughs> fish daddy alex what is that i guess because he's tuna yeah. oh okay gotcha yeah. but what's mommy getting you uh for your birthday also happy birthday thanks oh uh, happy she... birthday thank you very much 
She gave me um, cold heart quiche. So quiche, quiche. That's okay. it. To spend on. And then Britt, and then Britt let me get the Lego Seinfeld. I told you. <laughs> she didn't even get it for you. She let you have it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, she got you. She actually got you those cool ranch lays. The only ones I'm allowed to get because the other two, not allowed. Yeah, you got only got one. Um, there you go. So was that? Uh, is that is that upcoming? This this upcoming weekend? It's Sunday. Yeah. Was the invite or? I'm not doing anything. I'm 34. I bet I don't see anything on Instagram. Do do I? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> do I ever post on Instagram? That you're only when you're at Van Gogh exhibits. That's the oh, only yeah. time when I that saw that you posted a story. Cool. When you Van posted Gogh a story on awesome. Instagram for that, I was like, "Got to share that." Oh my God, Tuna's put this must be mind blowing. Whatever's getting shared <laughs> on Instagram right now, but it was the fucking Van Gogh exhibit. Listen, and it was such so poorly done too. There was no fun. It was just a. You're such a dick. Wow. <laughs> On the day of his dick. birth. What a dick. Uh, he's got a few more days until this is I'm thir- I'm going to be 34. I'm allowed to like claim. What what day exactly is your birthday? 8-8. Eight, eight. Oh, okay. I'm the 17th, so I'm right there with oh, you. Right. What's up? 30 yeah, plus club soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, next thing would be Dan's little treat. Or his cookie. Uh, He does a fortune thing. Which doesn't happen. And then we have my complaints, which isn't happening. So, Well, I have, I I remember, I wanted to bring up a complaint about Dunkin' Donuts. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me tell you a tale, all right? Uh, It's actually not that uh, crazy. Um, But, uh, so we just moved to this new place, and there's a Dunkin' Donuts, uh, like, down the street, which is awesome because, uh, especially Brooke, loves to get, Coffee, little creamer, mm-hmm. little creamer, which is important for the story, uh, and some splendor in there. That's her thing. The, the the place down the street, they just refuse to put in a little creamer. It's almost white. Uh, uh, the, the amount of cream ooh. that is that is in this thing. That's not a good coffee. And I went in. So th- she was having problems there. I went in, and um, I was like. Two coffees, little creamer, little creamer. And the guy was like, okay, he made it white. I was like, little cream, little, like just tiny, like, please remake this. Why don't you just say like a splash of cream? Dude, saying all of the words, saying you all of you the ways, saying any words, saying all of the things of like, oh, I just man. want a small amount of cream in this still came uh, out as as very what if you said light. a lot of creamer and then right that's a good question. and then they're like oh fuck. they just want to fuck with you so they put <laughs> yeah. the opposite so there was that and then the whole and then i had also ordered the avocado toast because i was just curious honestly from a scientific standpoint oh and was the toast like 20 dollars or something ridiculous no it was like three bucks oh this is Duncan. Oh. they've they've found a way to, to, to cut the, the cost of the yeah, avocado the, the, they're growing the, that avocado. shit in the lab I was going to say it's half avocado, half like Play-Doh is yeah. what you're eating. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it just comes as a paste. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't cut like they're not cutting the avocado there. No. So I'd, I'd asked him and he was like, sorry, like he wanted me to clarify. And I was like, the avocado toast with bacon. She can get bacon bits, 50 cents extra. He had to ask one of the other people that was working there to help him input it into the system. Right. So there is a clear recognition that I have ordered this. 
And I'm sitting there for a good five minutes and there's no one doing anything. And they, one of them comes up and is like, are you waiting on something? Like we gave you, oh, first off, he also didn't make my coffee. He didn't even have my coffee put in. It just had the one, the one with the too much cream. So then he made the coffee, just a black coffee. That's what I wanted. I was like, hey man, I asked for a black coffee. And he's like, okay. And he was like, this is on me. Make sure to give us a good rating. And I was like, okay. And then, yeah, someone comes up and they're like, do you need anything? And I'm like, I ordered avocado toast. And they're like, oh, okay. And I said, with bacon. And they're like, with bacon? With bacon. This sounds like you got just got a bad Dunkin'. Yeah. Well, it gets, it gets even worse. So they bring me the avocado toast. Doesn't have bacon on it. <laughs> and then I say, with bacon, please. So they put the bacon on. So then the next couple, the next day or the next the couple of days after that, Mm-hmm. Go in, and I'm like, we'll buy creamer, and we will make it ourselves. Just we'll, we'll order two black coffees, and nothing can go wrong. Mm-hmm. How wrong I was. <laughs> Get in there, and we, we finally had unpacked like everything in the apartment. So the coffee machine, we, we just have like a coffee grounds, basic coffee machine. So I was like, cool, we, let's buy coffee grounds. And they have them there at the Dunkin'. And it was on sale, right? And it was like, it was usually it's like 10 bucks per pound of grounds. But this time it's like $18 for the pair. And Brooke is like, then they're going to fuck it up. We're not going to get the sale price. I was like, no, it's all automatically handled in the system. Like there's no way to fuck this up. So we put it on the counter and we also order like a donut. And the scanner is placed and the bags are placed on the counter that once you scan them, the, the laser from the scanner is still resting on the barcode. And it's aut- and she, the woman behind the counter is getting our donuts. And it is just automatically adding more bags of coffee. No, it's point- not. Yes. It's, no, yes. no. Yes. That seems like a haunted Duncan or something. Yeah, what's going on here? You've worked in retail. You know if you just <laughs> scan something, you don't have to click the button or anything like that. If you're scanning something, it just automatically, if there's a barcode, it recognizes it, it scans it. <laughs> so it's scanning stuff to the point that while she's getting my donuts, my bill is now like $60 of stuff. And I am like, well, she's going to come back and realize that there has been an issue because sh- you know what I have bought. You know what I'm buying. It is not worth $60. <laughs> she comes back and she's like, that'll be $61. No, she doesn't. Tom. Oh, no. Tom, you, oh my God. When Tom, Brooke comes back, Tom, we, she will corroborate. Sounds, this sounds like bullshit. She, she, Brooke will come back and cor- she's walking the dog. It's having a poop. It will come back. Brooke will <laughs> yeah. come back and will corroborate that this is what happened. And she, she's like, "This is this will be sixty bucks." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, but th- th- there's too many coffee bags of gra- grounds on this order." And while we're sitting there, and I'm trying to explain that, it's still scanning. No, it's just going up. No, I swear to God. I swear to God. What in no. the curb your enthusiasm is I, your life? I swear <laughs> to God that this is what's happening. All right, we only got 10 minutes. So we're going to wrap this up. That's hilarious. So, so that is what's happening. She has to get someone over to help her undo it. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right, as long as, like, the coffee is not fucked up because we just got the black coffee. And she's like, would you like a bag? And I'm like, yes, I would because we've got donuts. We've got the coffee grounds. <laughs> Hands me a bag. The bag 
is not manufactured properly, so it just has a handle on one side. The other side of the bag has nothing. It is just the plastic siding. And it's not like it ripped. It literally doesn't have the connecting piece to connect the thing. And so I had to hold it like a scrunch it all up. So that's my complaint. So are you buying a coffee maker then? Are you are you just going to do? Yes. Well, we got the grounds. We got the two bags of grounds. And then we're going to do a Costco run. And we're going to get the the big thing of coffee. That's after the Target run, the Costco run, the things that couples do. This is this is all to tell you that you should just switch over to, you know, pour over. That's what you get. There you go. (laughs) Uh, No, I completely I can. Yeah, just make it at home anyway. All right. Let's do it. Last thing we got to do, play a game. This is a very quick one. You guys will love it. Tuna, you're going to love it. Uh, This is a little bit of trivia. And to celebrate the Halo Tech test flight, we're going to do some Halo trivia. Oh, I'm going to fail. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, Okay. So we've got five questions here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tuna, you text me. uh, Kate and Tanea uh, DM me on Twitter. Okay. Um, Okay. First question up. What type of video game was Halo originally meant to be? And it's multiple choice. Mm -hmm. Turn-based strategy. Oh, okay. Third-person shooter. Mm -hmm. Real-time strategy. Mm -hmm. Or a twin-stick shooter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Tuna, did you text me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanea... What was your answer? Uh, I said third-person shooter. Very good. It is unfortunately not the answer. I was yeah, because I totally guessed. <laughs> <laughs> when he said very good, I was like, oh wait, did I? No, it was not a third-person shooter. Uh, Cade, what was your answer? Uh, real-time strategy. And what Tuna? What did you put? That, that, that's what I also put, Thomas. Because that is the answer. Oh, Congratulations! Genius. It was meant to be Geniuses. a real-time strategy game. Um, okay, so a point to Cade and a point to Tuna. All right, next question. What mm-hmm. age range is the Master Chief? Is he oh, in his 30s? Is oh, he wow. in his 40s? Is he in his 50s? Or is he in his 60s? Huh, I actually don't know. Uh, so this is going to be a guess. Are I don't even talking, know what like Master Halo... Chief looks like. <laughs> no one, no does. one does. No one does. Uh, <laughs> talking like Halo 1, like when he started, we're talking now. Uh, I mean, there's only a few years between That's right. the games, okay. right? I guess it would be, yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Cade, right. uh, what did you guess? 30s. Which was also Tanaya's answer. I and said 40s. Tuna, as much as you guessed, you were correct. Wow. Wow. Having a midlife crisis. Having a midlife crisis. While he's saving the universe. I mean, I don't trust that anyone in their 40s is that limber. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, he's got the the armor to help him out. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing all that. He's just like, he's like uh, the gamer from South Park in the the suit, but it's just like doing all the work. Uh, Yeah. So, Tuna, two points. Cade, one. Uh, Tanaya, zero. Uh, Okay. What film? was served as an inspiration for Halo. Alien, Starship Troopers, The Thing, or The Terminator? Don't know this one either. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Tanea, what did you uh, what did you guess? I guessed the one that I haven't seen, which is Starship Troopers. <laughs> the thing is like horror, and then Alien is like sci-fi horror, which I guess it could stuff, be based right? on Alien, but I feel like it's more based on Aliens. So I feel like it was a trick question. Um, Starship Troopers is incorrect. Tuna actually got it correct. I love that. That's so funny. What did uh, Tuna what say? Alien. Alien, and it is total guess. Correct. Interesting. Um, the flood. Uh, was, yeah. uh, the xenomorph yeah. was uh, uh, an inspiration for the flood. Um, so Tuna three points. Cade one. Tuna zero. But there's still a chance to tie it up. Still a chance. At least. All right, how many levels was the original Halo Combat Evolved meant to have? 12. Meant to. Meant to meant? have. It has 10. Okay. How many was it meant to have okay. originally in design? 12, 15, 20, or 25? Okay. I don't know. I'm guessing. Oh, shot total guess on. Total shot in the dark <laughs> over here, too. All right. They win. Oh, here we go. All right, Cade, how many levels was the original Halo meant to have? Twelve. Unfortunately, that's not correct. Tuna, how many levels? I, I said fifteen. I guess I'm wrong. That's also not correct. Oh. Tanea, really? how many? How many did you guess? Twenty, twenty-five. Those are the two options left. Twenty-five. That is correct. That's insane. That's crazy. No wonder they were like, no, we can't do this. We're <laughs> and it was meant to be. And it was meant to be um, longer. It was I felt not, like it they, wasn't even meant they to be were condensed. overly ambitious, but I think yeah, they did a good job with time. Which is, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine that game being any longer <laughs> than it is, especially, you know, two and a half times. Um, okay. Only one question left. So today you got you got a point there. Yay. Um, okay. Which game, which Halo game had teasers for Destiny? Mm. Uh, Halo 2? Mm. Halo 3? Reach or ODST? I already mm. said my answer. Hmm. <laughs> Tuna still waiting. No, I, I oh, sent it. Oh, there you go. Um, between two. So sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Tanea, which, what did we, what do we go for here? I guessed Reach. Mm. Also, fun fact: my cousin was in one of the Destiny commercials. Oh, very cool! The live action mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Um, that's incorrect. I'm afraid. Cade, <laughs> uh, what did you put? Uh, ODST. Which is the real answer? Which is what I also put. Which also Tuna put. So Tuna does okay. win the Halo trivia, despite a lot of stabs in the dark. Congrats! Well so happy. Let's end the show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We're getting out of here. Uh, my name is Tom Castle. You can find me at Great Britom on each and every platform. Uh, Tuna, what you got? Uh, it's in the it's in the notes. Cool. Great. Where can people find you? Uh, screenrant.com or Twitter at Cade underscore under. My name is Tanea. You can find me at Tanea Re on all my socials as well as twitch.tv slash Riri uh, three days a week at 8 p.m. Pacific.
cool. All right, everyone. Until next time, stay unranked. Okay, suck it. I was going to wait for you to. No, I wanted you to do it. Uh, well, there we go.